0: welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Eckelbarger. We are skipping ahead a year to 1953 so that we can enjoy a Christmas special on today's episode of The Bob Hope Show. This is episode number 578, which originally aired on December 11th, 1953. Here now is Bob Hope with his special guest, Frank Sinatra.
1: The Bob Hope Show, transcribed direct from Hollywood with Les Brown and his band of renown. Yours truly, Bill Goodwin. Our special guest, Frank Sinatra.
2: And here he is, Bob Hope.
1: Thank you very much, Bill Goodwin. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I decided to do my Christmas shopping earlier this year. Traffic downtown is murder. I know one guy who has a Hudson, and when he drives in town these days, he doesn't step down into it. He just shoves it in the gear and puts his head in the glove compartment. (laughs) And what crowds? Everybody's shopping. Jack Benny was shopping, too. Jack had an awful dizzy spell. Dropped a dime in a revolving door, and it took him five minutes to find it. (laughs) Jack Benny what he was buying. He said, not very much because he already has a hundred gifts at home to distribute among his friends. His Christmas deals have arrived. (laughs) And of course, I did my family shopping first, so I asked the clerk what I should get for my boys. She said, I'm sorry, I don't believe I know what boys want. (laughs) You should have seen her. She didn't. Wouldn't have helped anyway. She didn't have it. But I did get a great buy. But I did get a great buy on perfume this year. I, I always give perfume. Last year, it was Toujours Moi. The year before, it was Toujours Toy. This year, I got a lovely scent. It's called Toujours Smog. <laughs> Don't laugh at these jokes. They may catch up.
2: <laughs>
1: Ever get the feeling that you're in the wrong business? Some wonderful presents this year. The newest washing machine not only washes and rinses and dries the clothes, it waddles next door and bars the soap powder.
2: <laughs>
1: but this year, my family's getting gifts from my den that'll help me relax more contour chair, a dressing room gown, large can of Ovaltine. They're even changing the calendar on the wall to a hunting scene. <laughs> but everybody was shopping outside. I saw Jack Dempsey looking around. He thought his shopping was done, but it turned out he didn't get anything. (laughs) Uh, Thought he was going to have another long count. Well, ladies and gentlemen, our guest tonight is Frank Sinatra. But folks, the story we're going to tell you really began this morning when Frank made a purchase in a Hollywood jewelry store. These uh, pearl cufflinks will be fine. I think I'll take 12 pairs of them. hmm? Oh, thank you, Mrs. Nautra. But uh, do you think you'll need 12 pairs? Yes, they're going to be Christmas presents for the crew on my picture. Very important boys these fellas are, those grips and that guy behind the camera. Really? Yeah, you know it. Last Christmas, I slipped up and didn't send them anything, but never again. Why? What did they do? I don't know, but for the rest of the picture, I looked like I was walking around a Sydney Green Street skin. <laughs> and, uh, Mrs. Sinatra, where shall I send these? Well, let me see. I just got back in the East, and I haven't got settled yet. Tell you what, I've been going over to do the Bob Hope radio show. Why don't you send them over to Bob's house? Right. See you later, Maurice. Uh, goodbye, Mrs. Sinatra. Oh, uh, by the way, how did you like the signature ring you bought the last time you were here? The signet ring. Oh, that worked out great. It did? Yeah, holds up my pants fine. So long. (laughs) Say, Bob. Yeah, Bill? This package just arrived for you. Oh, fine. You know something? It's insured for $800. You're kidding. No. No, that's what it says. Gee, Bob, who'd send you a Christmas present that cost 800 bucks? You better unwrap it and find out who it's from. Well, I can't. It says do not open till Christmas. Well, yeah, but this could be somebody who needs medical attention right now. (laughs) (laughs) Say, I've got an idea. Yeah, Bob. It says on the package it's from Maurice Jewelers. Call them and find out who sent this. Okay. Now, why would Frank Sinatra send such an expensive gift? Mm. Oh, hey, Bob, uh, that present was sent to you by... Oh, don't tell me, Bill. Let me guess. Is it from somebody that has a slim, graceful figure and soft, wavy hair?
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: A person that everybody looks at walking down the street? Yeah. Someone whose voice is low and musical and gives everyone a thrill? Oh, yeah. And is it someone I'd like to take a trip through the tunnel of love with? Well, you could, but it'd cause uh, a lot of talk. Uh... <laughs> wow. That package is from Frank Sinatra. Sinatra? Can't be. Well, that's what the man told me. Well, Frank wouldn't send me a wonderful present like this. Why not? After all the things I've said about him, that he carries bricks in his pockets to keep from being blown away.
2: <laughs>
1: and when he makes a picture, they use a string of spaghetti as a stand-in. <laughs> he's the only guy in town that can pull his shorts on from either end. The gift is from Frank Gee, he's giving me An $800 present What do I have him Down on my list for? Well, let's see Uh, You were going to give him A $2 tie clip And uh, then you decided A $0.50 pen Would be enough (laughs) Well, if Frank Is giving me An $800 present I'm certainly not Going to kiss him off With any $0.50 pen That wouldn't be right Oh, of course not, Bob Put him back on the list For the $2 tie clip (laughs) Okay, Winthrop (laughs) Down, Liberace's mother Look at those teeth. I'm only kidding. I'll get Frank a nice gift. I'll get it. Hi, Bob. Frank, we were just talking about you. Come on in. Hmm. Sit down, Frank. Thanks. Hi, Bill. Hi, Frank. Gee, Frank, it's a real thrill to have you drop in. A thrill? Yeah. Gee, you're looking great. You're looking swell. You know, Frank, you're just tops. Yes, uh, that's the way I feel about you. Well, I didn't know. Should we pick out the ring? <laughs> what do you be, the confetti? They. uh... Frank, I'm sincere about this. I'm proud to have you on the show, boy. You're the greatest performer, greatest personality, greatest singer, greatest talent. Bob. Uh, yeah? It's no use. You still gotta pay me.
2: <laughs>
1: Don't get too many laughs. I can always finish this program with Eddie Fisher, you know. You deserve it. Get this, Bob. What's all this big friendship kick all of a sudden? What's well, I'm happy, of... that's all. Why? Well, the way I'm being treated. Till this year, I didn't believe in Santa Claus. You sound like a Republican.
2: <laughs> now, you'll
1: understand in a minute. Pardon me while I go in the other room and get a certain package. All right. Say, when would you get back from the East, Frank? Just arrived, Bill. I wanted to be here for the holiday. Oh, naturally. How about you, Will? Is the jolly old gent with the big tummy going to be good to you this year? Ah, sure, Frank. Bob always gives me something. (laughs) By the way, what goes on with Robert? He's treating me so great, you think I just shot Red Skelton or one of those other guys. (laughs) No, Bob likes you, Frank. As a matter of fact, he's going to spend a chunk of dough on your Christmas present. Four or five hundred bucks. Old Happy Hips likes you. (laughs) Gee, that's touching. You yeah. know, my eyes are getting misty. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And to think I've been giving him such a brush. Oh, sh- sh- here he comes, Frank. Right. My boy, you're looking great. You know something? I'd never believe that you're as old as you are. You don't know how old I am. It doesn't matter. I'd never believe it. <laughs> now, look, I'm leveling with you. Till tonight, I never realized how young and how handsome you are. Well, Frank, if Bob's so young and handsome, how come there are all those lines in his face? Those are not lines, Bill. That's right. It's just that I have so much good looks, I have to pleat my face to get it all in.
2: <laughs>
1: Frank, you don't have to flatter me. I know how much you like me. Not many people send me $800 Christmas presents. What? Do you really think you'll see the day when I'll give you an $800 Christmas present? Oh, I think so. You better start taking vitamins, kids. You've got a long time to live. Well, why deny it, Frank? Here's the package right here. Let me see that. Oh, Bob, this isn't for you. This contains the presents for the crew on my picture. I just had Maurice send them over here. Oh. Just a minute, Dad. You weren't being so nice to me just because you thought I was going to give you an expensive present, were you? Heck no, I was sure of it. <laughs> But you still mean what you said, don't you? I mean, about my being such a nice-looking guy and all that jazz and... Of course, Frank. You're fine. You look great. You're in great shape. That is for a human hat rack. <laughs> well, Bob, I meant what I said, too. You do look young. As young as any of those guys. <laughs> Jack Benny, George Jessel. You know something, Frank? What's that, Bob? It's great to be back to normal again. Yeah, really.
2: Frank
1: singing South of the Border. South of the border. Down Mexico way. That's
2: where I fell in love when the stars
1: above came out to play. Now as I wander thoughts ever stray, south of the border, down Mexico way,
2: she was a
1: picture in that old Spanish lace, just for a tender while, I kissed the smile upon her face. Cause it was fiesta And we were so
2: gay South of the border Mexico way
1: Then she sighed as she whispered manana Never dreaming that we were party And I lied as I whispered manana because our tomorrow, it never came South of the border I jumped back one day There in a veil White by the candlelight She nails her prey The mission bells told me She must not stay
2: South of the border
1: Mexico way, and the mission bells told me, "Sing, I must not stay, stay south of that border." Down Mexico way. Yes, Robert. Do you recall a little experience we shared years ago during the holiday season? If you are referring to the outstanding fiasco of my career, I certainly do remember it, old man. Pretty grim, wasn't it? It should have happened to Como.
2: <laughs>
1: Would you mind if we tell the folks about it now that the audience is dying of curiosity? Oh, is that what they're dying of? <laughs> One of these days, yeah. pow! <laughs> Down, Maggio, he's should dog. He looks like eternity got here before he did. Well, anyway... <laughs> Here we go, folks, a yuletide incident in the lives of Sinatra and Hope. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we take you back 17 years. It is 1936, the last year of the Big Depression, and everyone is struggling to get along. A certain young man is trying to get a job in a Cleveland department store. young fellow, what can I do for you? Oh, your ad in the paper says you want extra clerks for the Christmas rush? I thought you'd give me a job because I'm a Cleveland boy, and you know my family. You knew my father before me and his father before him. All right, hope I'll hire you on one condition. What's that? Like you say, I know your family. Stay away from the cash register. (laughs) Yes, sir. You can start tomorrow morning in the haberdashery department. Thank you, sir, and Dad will be happy when he hears about it, too. I'll tell him next visiting day.
3: Present for my husband. Are you the clerk in charge of this counter? Yes, ma'am. Well, tell me, do you have nice, warm, woolen socks that go almost up to the knees? No, I don't. Oh, that's too bad.
1: Well, I really don't need them. I have very hairy legs.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The very idea. I've a good mind to tell the manager about this.
1: He already knows that we dress in the same locker room. We're on the bowling team. Say, uh, you want to watch out for me. I'm going to be a vaudeville comedian. and I got a lot of fast lines.
3: Well, never mind the socks. I think I'll buy myself a pair of
2: slippers.
1: Right over here, ma'am, we have a complete line. Carpet slippers, bedroom slippers, moccasins, galoshes, and hip boots. The hip boots are wonderful to slip on when you're going to feed the pigs. <laughs>
2: Do
3: I look as though I have a herd of pigs to feed? I don't know.
1: How big is your family?
3: Very <laughs> very Why, you, you impertinent young whipper-sepper. Floor walker. Yes,
1: yes. What's the trouble, lady?
3: This clerk insulted me. He said my family are pigs.
1: Well, if it ain't Nellie the shoplifter. <laughs> Beat it, honey. Go on down to the silverware section and put the snatch in some of the sterling.
3: <laughs> All right, I'll go. But you tell Beagle Beak here. Be more polite to us shoplifters. we got a union, you know.
1: Thanks for getting me out of that jam. Are you a new floor walker? The dew is still wet on my carnation.
2: <laughs>
1: I haven't even got my striped pants yet. What are those you're wearing? I do some ink lines in my long underwear. <laughs> but it's a little embarrassing, you know, when I go up to the front of the store. Yeah, and it must be chilly around the bargain basement.
2: I've got to get
1: back to work. Not so fast. i got a bone to pick with you. Who is it? You? Uh, what's the... What's wrong? Now, look, while you're working on my section, Sonny, no more calling the customers pigs. You understand? I was just making a joke. You see, I'm trying to get in the show business. No. Well, shake, Buster. You mean you want to get in show business, too? Yeah, I want to sing. I eat singing, sleep singing, think singing. I want to be a singer in the worst way. Maybe Bing mm-hmm. will give you lessons.
2: <laughs>
1: I got to do one of the numbers on the store loudspeaker. I, I wish. Yeah, all right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Customers, this is singing Frankie again. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Go up to the second floor, there's a girdle sale today. Hey, let me, let me help you sell those girdles, will you? Pack it right in here. Oh, pick your size, pay no cash, put it on your tab. Have a happy holiday what while we hold in your flag. <laughs>
2: hey, you
1: know something, Carl? You know, we're not too bad. Yeah, if you were prettier, we could do the paper-made pen song.
2: <laughs> hey,
1: Frank, tonight's Christmas Eve. What do you say after work we live it up a little? Live it up? Yeah, I got us a date with a couple of creeps. How about? You, <laughs> you want to waltz the light with a couple of fantastics? Yeah. You mean you got us a date with two dames? Well, reasonably accurate facsimiles. (laughs) They work in the furniture department and their upholstery kind of loose. (laughs) Well, come on. I told the girls to wait for us in the restaurant in the corner. Let's go. I'm going.
4: Say, Esperanza. (laughs) What is it, (laughs) Cobain? Oh, those boys ought to be here by now of the store did you say they work in? Uh, the haberdashery department. Why? Oh, I'm just getting nervous, that's all. Once I had a blind date with a fellow from the floor covering section. And when he saw what I look like, he wrapped me in a tube of linoleum. (laughs) Well, these fellas won't be like that. What sort of guys are they? Well, they'll think we're pretty. Oh, Stoops. (laughs) Here comes one fellow in the door now. There's two fellas. Oh, yeah. For, for a minute, it looked like one fella with a toothpick.
2: <laughs>
1: well, here we are.
2: Oh, hello, boys. Okay.
1: Hello, girls. <laughs> you mean, uh, these are them? This is it. <laughs> you said we had a day with a couple of chicks. So? Chicks, not buzzards. Take it easy, Frank. They may not look like much, but they grow on you. They do, eh? Yeah, I've only known them five minutes, and already I'm sick.
2: <laughs> sit down, boys. Okay. Oh,
4: you sit right here beside me, honey. <laughs> You're cute.
1: Thanks, Grandma.
2: <laughs>
4: now, I'm not so old. I'm just pressing 30.
1: You're pressing 30? In what, your memory book? <laughs> It's Christmas Eve. Why don't we make a party out of this? Let's live it up a little. Oh,
2: wonderful.
1: Although in your case, it may be a little late.
2: Say, <laughs> so you guys
4: are pretty shady for store clerks.
1: Oh, we're not just store clerks. Heavens, no. <laughs> we're in show business. We're going to be big stars. We're going to live on Fifth Avenue in the best penthouse. You bet. The Waldorf Astoria in a beautiful suite and in Beverly Hills in the Ritzy Mansion.
4: Where are you staying now?
1: In an alley under a loose manhole cover. <laughs>
4: Big wheels, let's have some food. Say, waiter, we'll have filet mignon, mushroom, and pheasant on the Oh,
1: no. And
4: no. lobster thermidor, caviar, and champagne.
1: Oh, bye, ouch. Oops.
4: What are you groaning about? You said you were big wheels.
1: Yeah, but we're a little short of axle grease. <laughs> well, we've all had a fine dinner. I wonder how much the bill is. Forty-six dollars and sixty cents. And you better have the door to pay for it. Listen, Herm, you're talking to a couple of guys that are going to be famous someday. Just leave the tab, my good man, and we'll pay you the next time we're passing through on our way to Hollywood. Yeah, we'll be shuttling back and forth all the time between Lana and Tallulah.
2: <laughs> you're
1: working out right now, waiting on tables. Us? Waiters? Why, my friend here is going to be a great singer. Then you can be singing waiters. Yeah, <laughs> How do you start working, or do I call a cop and clap you both in jail? Well, uh, what do you say, pal? Jingle bells, jingle bells, try our steaks today. Just a dollar ninety-eight, that's not too much to pay. T-bone round Porterhouse, we've got them by the dozen. They are really famous for they once were Trigger's cousins.
2: Good evening, friends.
1: For the memory. I want to thank Frank Sinatra for coming out and doing a fine show tonight. Thank you.
0: Please send your questions and comments to host at classiccomedyotr.com. Come back next Wednesday for another episode of the Bob Hope Show and check in tomorrow, Thursday, for another Christmas bonus show. And then check in on Friday for a Christmas installment of The Life of Riley. Until we meet again, in the words of Andy Rooney, One of the most glorious messes in the world is the mess created in the living room on Christmas Day. Don't clean it up too quickly.